0: What's new with you, man?
1: Nothing. What's new with you?
0: (sighs) New job again. Yeah? (laughs) How'd that come to be? Well, my old job was doing sales, so I was going, like, business to business. Yeah. um, I was just met tons of people, business owners and managers and stuff like that, and I just, you know, I've had, like, several job offers from places that I was going to. Okay. Just because everyone's shorthanded. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, it's... Sort of hard to find people that are good at like customer service and sales and stuff right now. Yeah. Just I think it's a dying breed of you know, people that can like talk comfortably with a stranger and mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Like it's not yeah. as common as it used to be, I don't think. For sure. So I was just at this uh it's an automotive repair shop. I was just there and talked to the guy I had good conversation with him a couple times and I've got a you know quite a bit of an automotive background that's what Mm -hmm. I went to school for and everything and I just had a good conversation with the guy and then the next time I saw him you know like a month and a half later I had another really good conversation with him so you know talked to this guy like three or four times yeah the third time he offered me a job and I turned him down because you know i would only been working for the company I was at for like four and a half months I was like nah I kinda just want to stick it out and see how this sales job goes and then last week I was there again and he offered me a job again and I just decided to take it because you know I was I was selling windshields in <laughs> yeah. cars. Yeah,
1: which isn't a bad job. But it's not
0: a bad job, but it's really hard in the winter, and it's really hard when the economy sucks. Mm-hmm. It's really hard when gas prices go up to $4 a gallon. <laughs> yeah. People aren't going to pay the money to get their windshield fixed. <laughs> Even though it was a great company that I worked for. Yep. They did a good job. I know we we put a windshield in your wife's car. Yep. And you know, fixed a rock chip in your car, and you know, so it was it was a good company, uh, I really liked the guy that I was working for, but, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's like half my paycheck was commission-based, and um, oh. when those commissions just weren't rolling in for, like, the last couple of months, like, three months, it's been pretty hit or miss, and <laughs> yeah. it's just like, nah, I just can't <laughs> do it anymore. I wish bet. I could, but... Yeah, I hear you.
1: Yeah. That's cool, I'll change it up, and do something different for a while, and...
0: Yeah, so it's kind of cool now. It's way more fast-paced. Um, like okay. the shop manager, so I got to deal with like getting parts for the repairs and getting estimates and talking to customers and mm-hmm. dealing with mechanics and working with the owner to learn how yep. uh, their systems work. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's like QuickBooks, which yeah. is you know I pretty much know that already. And yeah, you know a lot of it. A lot of the stuff I've learned a lot in the last week is pretty simple, but. Yeah, there's just, just cool. going to be a learning curve of, like, kind of meeting the customers and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: But. You stay pretty busy, though, like, comparatively to your last job. You're a little bit busier with this job. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: way more fast-paced. Like, before, I was just set my own schedule and yeah made my own route to where I wanted to go. And it's like, it was no big deal if I wanted to sit there and talk to If I was in a good conversation with someone, like a mm-hmm. potential customer, like, I didn't care if I sat there for an hour and talked Sh- to them. Sure. It was no big deal. It's just having conversations, and then, you know. That's cool. Yeah, so it's way fast-paced. And this morning, the internet was down, so I get there at 9. Yeah. The internet's down, so I can't pull up QuickBooks, can't pull up, like, I can't pull up anything. Mm-hmm. And it took, like, an hour for it to come back on. And yeah. in that amount of time, I had taken a bunch of phone calls. It was, like, handwritten notes calling the parts company at parts stores instead of just looking stuff up online. <laughs> yeah. So I like have price sheets like handwritten out. So I did that for like the first hour until the internet came on and then for like the next two hours I was just trying to catch up and like get all the stuff that I did in the first hour into the computer and you know, deal with all that stuff. But
1: sounds fun. Yeah it's fun. I don't know, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Sweet yeah I've been up to pretty much the same old as same old things as last time Just plugging away at my dumb job and <laughs> it's been nice I've been getting home and off of work at decent times finally so what's
0: I, what's decent
1: um three ish now Oof. so and that's like a mix of like sometimes I'll start at six thirty sometimes I'll start at seven so it's I go over a little bit and close to, but it's, it's better than two years ago, so. That's,
0: yeah, well, you're only working, you know, roughly 48 hours a week, getting paid <laughs> for 42 <laughs> instead of working yeah. 60 hours a week and only getting paid for 42, exactly. so that's definitely better than it was, you know, six months ago. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. It'll change, it'll get shittier. Really. Oh, I know it will. It always does.
1: I know, I just read this article about, um, I won't go into details, but there was um, some other place similar to what I do, and they lost a certain provider for two years, and then now uh, they were getting that specific provider back, so they were, like, having to pick up the, the workload because that other provider was dumping all this work onto one of the offices that these people were working at, and I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't can not imagine being off of that for two years and then going back on where your workload basically doubles. Yeah. So.
0: Well, we've dealt with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know how bad it sucks, that's why we can empathize. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Heck, yeah.
0: Well, the snow's melting.
1: I know, it's funny. Fucking
0: muddy mess everywhere. I hate the springtime.
1: <laughs> it's it's like so, um, like I get so excited for it, but then it shows up and it's just a muddy, sloppy disgusting mess everywhere every year yeah
0: (laughs) every year Mm -hmm. and yeah i don't i don't i think people that say that they love the spring and everything i think they're short-sighted
1: yeah definitely
0: and around here especially this is a pretty green this is a pretty green area yeah there's like a lot of a lot of vegetation and stuff Mm -hmm. and usually when the snow comes in the winter it it's not like a slow gradual thing it's just like boom everything's buried Yep. So then, in the spring, everything melts, thaws out, and then all that shit that died, Yeah. all that, like, vegetation in the ditches, it just starts to rot. Yeah. And there's, like, this gross, like, rotting vegetation smell everywhere.
1: It's all brown and muddy,
0: too. Everything's brown and muddy, like, all the dog shit you forgot to scoop up in the winter, (laughs) is just, like, (laughs) everywhere. just smells all fruity
1: out there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gross. It's,
0: I fucking hate the the springtime. Yeah, the
1: transition period is is the worst. It's it's just a nasty mess. I got like a sloped um walkway from my driveway down to my entrance of my house, and oh, yeah. it's it's a I don't know. It's like a physical challenge every every morning and every afternoon, just trying to navigate through that mud and that slickness. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. You know, it's but been no fun, man. Eventually, we'll dry out and we'll be in Firewatch season soon.
0: I'd say give it another month. <laughs> about
1: a month or so. Yeah,
0: should be pretty dry in a <laughs> month, hopefully. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Oh Me too. Yeah.
1: What you been up to for entertainment lately?
0: Oh, yeah, I have a whole thing I want to go into. I want to talk about
1: now or later? Yeah, let's just do it now. All right. So,
0: we got Disney Plus a while ago. Yeah. And I was just kind of browsing through. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Disney has Star Wars now. Mm -hmm. There's fucking 11 Star Wars movies, dude. Mm -hmm. 11 of the fuckers. Yep. (laughs) Um, Which is cool because I really like... I really love Star Wars. Yeah. Fucking love it. Like ever since I was a little kid. I didn't just watch the movies, like I read the books. Oh really? Like all the books like beyond just the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, like all those. Like all they had like tons of other books Mm -hmm. beyond all that shit. And I read every one I could get my hands on. That's sweet. So I was really into Star Wars as a kid. And then um I remember when The Phantom Menace came out, episode one. Yeah. I was like Alright, this is kinda cool, like I where they're gonna go with this and Yeah. Basically it was a good movie but it was like too cheesy.
1: It was kinda corny. It but, was corny, dude. But, the, Like the story was pretty good. Like it was fairly solid as far as like the actual story behind all the corny like characters and yeah designs.
0: I thought the, the pod racing was amazing. Yes. Was super fucking cool. Uh side note the the Star Wars pod racing game. Is super legit. That's a <laughs> yeah. badass game. Like <laughs> yes, I actually kind of want to find it and download it just because it was super fun to play. Mm-hmm. It was like a unique racing game. Oh. There was nothing anything like that for sure. Um, and then the uh, the Darth Maul dual lightsaber. Yep. Um, like lightsaber battle. That was that was pretty cool. Fucking
1: sweet too. That, that was episode one, right?
0: That was episode one. Yeah. And then episode two got a little bit weirder and, like, dorkier. And <laughs> yeah. then, like, Anakin was more like a horny teenager. <laughs> yeah. So, I and mean, he's just, like, a little jackass. I fucking hate Anakin, dude. Like, so emo. He's, like, an emo pussy. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated that guy so much. Yeah. So, yeah, the second Star Wars, I'm trying to remember, there's not really anything really remarkable. It's the, the no. beginning of the Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, and the, there's the love story behind it, but it's, it's not done real well. It's just kind of, like, by... You know, paint-by-numbers-style yeah, love story. And, it was. And then Anakin's, like, a little angsty teenage bitchy girl. Like, the whole... <laughs> yeah, he was. Too. Most of this little rat tail fucking... <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that <laughs> yeah. shit? Yeah. It was a little rat tail. Yeah.
0: Um, there were some cool action sequences, though. Like yeah. Like, some of them were too much over the top. Like, there's just too much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, I mean, you got to see... Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the one where Yoda...
1: Yeah, I was trying to think. Is dueled, that old uh, Count Dooku? Is that two or three? I can't remember.
0: I think he definitely did in three. Yeah, there was oh, one. Yeah,
1: w- three th- for sure. There's one where Yoda goes off, like where he's, where he's like walking around like an old crippled frog, and then yeah, he's <laughs> just, like bouncing <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, that, that's. There's a couple redeeming qualities in episodes two and three.
0: Yeah, and the part where like the. Trade Federation has their, like, mech army and the clone troopers come in and shit. That mm-hmm. was pretty damn sweet, dude. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. The third one was stupid
1: as fuck. Yeah. Like, it was so dumb. The only thing I like about 3 is that you finally get to see how Darth becomes Darth. Yeah. and But that's, like, a five to ten minute scene. Like, well...
0: That, okay, at the very end? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think the whole, okay, I'm saying that these movies are dumb. Yeah. It's not that the movies are dumb. The story is fucking amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. The actual story is really good. They just made it, they just could have done better. Yeah. And made it not so cheesy, not so, you know, they didn't have to go so over the top with it. It's like, they're either over the top or they're like low ball, like cornball humor. Yep and it's like you you didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, and one argument I always hear is like oh, it's for kids. You you don't you're just an adult now, so you don't really gravitate towards like this movie because it's designed to draw in kids. And it's like, no, because if you watch episode 4 or 5 or 6 I watched those as a kid, mm-hmm. and those don't have those same no. types. Like, obviously, it's 70s, 80s, so it's got a little bit of that, but it's not, like, the same, like, childish um, antics that you see yeah. in the new ones. So. There's no
0: fucking CGI Jar Jar Binks character <laughs> yeah. in the original Star Wars <laughs> movies. And that, that fucking ruins it. Yeah. It just makes it super dumb. Mm-hmm. So... Then after those three, there's um, the Han Solo story, mm-hmm. which was decent.
1: Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like watched that, that one. one.
0: It was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't. The only thing I'd say about that one is that I don't think the character that played Han Solo really looked like him.
1: That's just what I was thinking too. Other yeah. than that, I mean, yeah. it was it was a good movie. It was a cool story.
0: It it didn't have that dumb, geeky like. Goofball quality that episodes one through three did. I thought it was well done, and I really did like that one. That one's directed by Ron Howard. Oh, is it? Yeah,
1: oh, that's cool. Fucking Ron Howard. Yeah, did a good job.
0: And then after that is Rogue One.
1: That's my favorite.
0: I think that one is super good. Yeah, that was that was probably. I'd say that's my favorite of the new the new, new ones. Yeah, so, so far. Yeah. So that one, you you see what they actually have to go through to get the the. Plans for the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Like who, the guy that created the Death Star, like built that, um, built the vulnerability into it on yep. purpose. And, yep. <laughs> and yeah, that was a really good story. It was cool. That blind dude that fucked everyone up was oh, fucking yeah. sweet. <laughs> he was kick ass.
1: He was kick ass. Yeah. I um, um sorry to interrupt, but um for Rogue One, that was definitely my favorite. Like complete Star Wars film as far as like the new ones obviously um just because it had the good story it had cool characters without being like cheesy it Mm -hmm. had some like kind of over the top stuff but it didn't like dip into that weird realm yeah and then um i did find like a little bit of it to be kind of low budget like every once in a while but i think it was just like the way the cinematography was done but it didn't really bother me because everything else came together so well that it was mm-hmm. just like, no, this is just a freaking cool. Like it reminded me of a book, like because yeah. it's just like straightforward, tells you the story, gives you the characters, and gets out. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really just kind of to the point. Mm-hmm. It was good. I really love the fact that the that Rogue One rolls directly into A New Hope. Yeah. And that was a surprise
1: for me. Yeah. That's cool, isn't and it? And when I
0: saw them, when I saw the, the, whatever, the rebel shit, the rebel fucking mothership <laughs> yeah. getting blown to shit, and they're like, oh, get the plans out of here. And yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, I recognize that shit. Oh, damn,
1: that's that one from the next one. Oh, shit, that's so fucking cool.
0: Yeah. That, that was pretty neat for me. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. So then I watched A New Hope. Um, you know, obviously it's got its 70s cheesiness, but it's mm-hmm. still fucking cool. It's like, The lightsaber duel with Obi Wan and Darth Vader was like looking back on it and I haven't seen that movie for a while. Yeah. It was like really lame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was really like when after especially after seeing the 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 newer Star Wars movies. (laughs) Like seeing how it's like super fast and like everyone jumping around and all this stuff and then it's like fucking super corny, like (laughs) They did their best. I mean, it was the first one. Oh, yeah. So it was what it was. But I watched that one. And then the other night, I started watching Empire. Okay. And I guess I was more tired than I thought it was because I fell asleep before they even like, cut the tauntaun open. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty early. The first 10 minutes of the movie, (laughs) I was out like a light. So, yeah, I'm roughly halfway through the whole series of them. Are
1: you going to watch 7, 8, and 9? Yeah, I'm going to watch all of them. Ooh, you're in for some treats there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to watch
0: every one of them.
1: Have you seen seven, eight, or nine before? I haven't seen any of those. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't
0: seen any of them. I'm super
1: excited to hear. We'll have to talk about this on our next episode if you're through all of them. Yeah, it'll take
0: me a while. I I watch like half of them at a time. Okay. I don't have have the patience to sit through all of them. I hear (laughs) you. Yeah,
1: that's all. I'm excited to talk to you about that. (laughs) Which one of the
0: original three is your favorite?
1: Actually, it's the third one. Okay, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Me too. yeah, yeah. Which, that was pretty cool. I don't know. Is that like a common, like, is that like the consensus that that's most people's favorite, um, or is it more um, Empire? I don't
0: know. I think I think it's usually a toss up between Empire okay. and Return of the Jedi. I think Empire is pretty cool, mm-hmm. but Return of the Jedi is cool because you see Luke as more of like a mature. Like, in the first, in A New Hope, he's, like, a fucking teenager. Yeah. And it was weird. The weird thing to me about A New Hope is watching... Okay, so Luke and Leia are twins. Yeah. It's like Leia is, like, this ambassador... You know, to the, sure. to the fucking... Like, she's, like, got her shit together, mm-hmm. you know? And she looks and carries herself like an older person. Yeah. And then Luke is, like, some dip-nut kid who's, <laughs> like, I used to bullseye womp rats on my T-111! <laughs> fucking whatever. Yeah. You know? So it was it was kind of interesting to me to see that there's, like, a huge, like, maturity yep. level. Yeah. And then by the time you get to Return of the Jedi... It's kind of reversed in a way. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like super mature.
1: Got his shit together and... Comes into his own and... You know, got that robotic hand and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's all jacked up. <laughs> he's all jacked. <laughs> he's android. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was cool. But the whole reason I started watching those... Well, other than we had Disney Plus, is mm-hmm. someone was talking about uh, the Obi-Wan okay. trailer that came on foot. Like, is that a series or a movie?
1: Uh, I want to cool. say series, okay. but I don't know for sure.
0: All right. And I haven't watched Mandalorian. I haven't watched yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Same. Like, I've seen some of that, um... I think it's called The Clone Wars. It's like an
1: animated... The animated one? Yeah, that's actually...
0: I've seen a little bit of that. And yeah. From what I've seen. It's actually really fucking cool. Yeah, if
1: you can get past it being a cartoon... Yeah. <laughs> and just get into, like, the story of the, what's going on, it's pretty, it's pretty entertaining, for sure.
0: Yeah, it is. And... I just want to end this conversation by saying that my favorite Star Wars content Mm -hmm. is probably the Family Guy Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. It's so fucking (laughs) good, man. Yeah, it is. They nailed it. It's like my, it's, yeah, that's my favorite. Especially being like kind of a Star Wars nerd myself and then like
1: picking up on all the goofy references and shit. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it is. I agree. Have you seen, um, the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh,
0: I couldn't make it through it. Oh, like, yeah. I started watching it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's so bad. It's so
0: fucking bad, dude. I've
1: watched it recently. Like, within the last five years, I sat down and watched the whole thing because I didn't remember how bad it was and how stupid. It's so weird.
0: It's super weird. Like, I, how about the part where, like... The Wookiees are, like, singing in their Wookiee language, but there's, like, mm-hmm. no... You don't know what the fuck they're saying? There's, like, no <laughs> subtitles. It's just, like... I, they must have put that together in, like,
1: ten minutes. There's, like, a Wookiee dad and a Wookiee mom yeah. and a little Wookiee kid and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, like, what's so fuck? fucking bad. Uh, that's great. That's and then cool.
0: there was uh, there was another Star Wars movie called Caravan of Courage. It was, like, an Ewoks. The Ewoks. There's two of them. Yeah, I've seen one of them.
1: Okay, those were big hits at my house. For some reason, my mom or somebody found them on TV and recorded them. We had
0: the same shit. Yeah,
1: I had a VHS tape of, um...
0: VHS is what came before DVD, (laughs) kids. There's these big, like... Usually black plastic rectangles.
1: (laughs) They're like three inches by six inches. And you stick them in these big old black boxes to play movies. (laughs) And if you
0: watched them too many
1: times, they would not work anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They would literally get worn out. Yes, but I watched um, both of those Elox movies on VHS many times and enjoyed them. I actually could... um, like, recite lines with the movie. I watched it so many times. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I was like, that was
0: Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which was another fucking awesome, like, Star Wars movie. That movie's just so quotable, though.
0: It is. <laughs> yeah, it's like every fucking three seconds, there's another one-liner. <laughs> just like every other Mel, Mel Brooks movie, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright, should we roll this out?
0: Yeah, guess we got to get this thing started, huh?
1: Alright,
2: let's do it. This is from DC to Mars, the podcast.
0: All right, welcome to the show. This is from DC to Mars. I'm your host, DC Lewis, and here with me in studio is Mr. Mars.
1: How's it going?
0: So we got a good show for you today. Uh, Sorry about the long Star Wars rant there; we got a little carried away. But we got a great show for you. Uh, I know I got a couple uh, or one BBC article, and that's pretty much it. So Mars, you're gonna carry this show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got a I got a few things. I know uh, we got a couple voicemails. I think Larry left one, and Chadley left us a voicemail, so we'll play those later on. And I got a game to play. And I got a couple news stories that we can uh, comment on that are pretty interesting, so. Alright, cool. Got a bunch of stuff lined up for the day. First thing I have, if you wouldn't mind, is, um, we got a, I think we got one, only one email this week, so I figured we knock that out real quick.
0: Oh, okay, listener mail?
1: Yep, one listener. We need a email. little
0: intro, like a little intro <laughs> yeah, jingle we need for some <laughs> listener mail.
1: Alright, I'll work on that next week. All right. This is from somebody named Nan, I guess. Um, okay. Just says hi, DC and Mars and Bob, if he's there. Bob is not here. He um, sadly drove his car off the bridge and crashed into the ice, and he is suffering from hypothermia now. But maybe yeah. he'll be back next week. We his don't know. His are frozen. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Nan. Nan writes. No one will,
0: no one will notice that Bob isn't here because even when he's here, he talks so quiet. <laughs> yeah. We, We apologize for the audio issues with Bob. We're going to actually take a microphone next time and jam it in
1: his throat. And tape it onto his face. Yeah, Yeah, I think that'll work. (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) So Nan says, Recently I had a dream where I had no legs. I met a man in this dream, and he said he could give me my legs back, but I'd have to kill one person in my family. I debated it in my dream, but woke up before I made my decision. The dream seemed very real at the time, and my question is, have you ever had a dream that made you feel a certain way after you woke up or had a dream so real that you couldn't remember later on if it was a dream or not hmm. thanks for the show
0: wow that's a really well put together listener question yeah
1: very specific too
0: yeah it's a lot better than the bozos and retards <laughs> who usually email us, so. yeah. <laughs> thank you man yes um i've had some really weird fucking dreams yeah in late- my mm-hmm. life and there's one recently i'd say in the last three months i can think of Basically, I was was just like my normal life, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, these like giants started like coming out of the ground. Wow. And like killing the shit out of people. They weren't like huge giants, they were like 10, 12 feet tall. Okay. So they were fucking big, and they looked kind of like Thanos. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and it was super, super realistic, and it was like I was always trying to get away from them. Like, I was trying to shoot them and stuff, and it was, like, having no effect Ew. at all. Like, emptied a whole clip, like, right in their chest, and it, like, does nothing. They just, like, keep coming at you <laughs> and had to, like, crawl in a storm drain to get away from one. And then <laughs> it was so crazy, dude. Then, um, yeah, but it was, like, really livid, or... Um, It was uh, not livid, but it was really vivid. Vivid? Yeah, that's the word. (laughs) Vivid. It wasn't angry. (laughs) (laughs) It was realistic. So it was very vivid. Yeah. And it was... uh, I remembered it in great detail. Uh, Even the part where someone... Literally got picked up and had his leg just ripped off, and he got thrown onto the ground and shit. Yeah, it was super fucked up, man. Wow, it was a fucked up dream. That sounds and super
1: weird. When you were shooting him, what type of gun did you it have? It was my
0: my forty five. Oh okay, it was like my gun, handgun. Yeah, it was oh, okay. Like my it was the exact gun that <laughs> <laughs> a child is probably playing with uh, upstairs <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah, which is weird. I've had a, I've had quite a few dreams where I've had to, like, shoot, shoot, and it's always, like, my gun.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's kind of cool how, like, sometimes things from your real life get integrated into your dreams, like, perfectly. I guess. I <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I've had dreams before that I've definitely... I don't necessarily wake up and think specifically about them, but later on, in, like, a week or two weeks later, or maybe even a month later... I'll think about that dream and I'll be like oh yeah that happened and I'll be like oh no that was my dream like I I do get things confused yeah but I don't know if that's part of being old or if that's just like a combination of like so many dreams over time that kind of meld with what's really going on with my life or whatever but yeah it's it's, dreams are weird I remember taking a class in um college about like dream reading or some some bullshit Uh class yeah and and it's supposed to like help you decipher your dreams and yeah. and there are things that a lot of people agree on, like if you have a dream about losing your teeth, that's you expressing uh frustration with like being able to communicate or some type of stress or something mm-hmm. but but yeah it's they're definitely really weird, but I've never had anything too specific that I can recall where I woke up and was like oh, man, did that really happen or something? But, you know, you you have those dreams sometimes where you're like, holy shit, that was super real. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm kind of freaked out now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I didn't really wake up, like, having a new perspective on life or, sure. like, feeling any certain way. Mm-hmm. So this isn't exactly an answer to your question, I guess, man, but it's it definitely woke up and couldn't shake that dream for, like, the whole day.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, so
0: yeah. It was it was weird.
1: Yeah. Way weird. So
0: there you go. Thanks for the question. Yeah, That's thanks really a lot, hope man. We, hope we answered it to your satisfaction. Heck yeah. Isn't isn't life just like a dream though? <laughs> yeah. Like what is that old song? Life is but a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's some old ass song. But look, I mean when you think back of memories, you know, things that happened like twenty years ago. Yeah. It's like Trying to remember a dream, age for that. sure, and for it, sure. It all gets jumbled, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, what the fuck was that?" Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to really recall things accurately. That
1: definitely, you know,
0: fucking high school. I don't remember shit about <laughs> high school, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One thing that's funny about that is my wife. She'll um, always complain. Well, she always complains about fucking everything, no matter what. But she complains specifically about my inability to remember things from a day or two ago. Yeah. But then I can recall, like, certain events from high school. Like, I don't remember shit from high school, but there's certain things I do remember from my late teens, my early 20s, my mid-20s. And I can tell you, like, all the details. Like, who was there? Kind of... Not everything that was said, but specific things that were said or things that we laughed at. Um, But it's usually... Something that's really funny to me. Like for some mm-hmm. reason, I always remember things that are really <laughs> Fun funny. Stories, yeah, and that that yeah. kind of stuff really sticks with me. But
0: well, if it's an extreme of one one emotion or feeling at a time, I mean, it could be funny or something that's scary or you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most memorable things in your life usually. All right, this other email, one that I didn't get to from before. Um, it's from Chris. It says, I'm a student at Henrietta University. I'm studying mechanical engineering and I'm not sure if it's the right field for me. Did any of you go to college and was it right for you? Did you ever switch majors?
0: Uh, um, yeah, I went to college. I went to, so when I was in high school, I had an apprenticeship at a GM dealership mm-hmm. as a mechanic. Uh, I did that. I was really into cars. I liked being a mechanic. When I went to I went to college, and I went to a GM school, and it was at like a community college, but it wasn't just like a certificate program. They had changed it a few years before I enrolled in it, so you actually got real college credits, and you actually end up with an associate's degree. Oh, cool. So yeah, I did the college thing, and it was it was pretty cool, I guess. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed my automotive class a lot. I mm-hmm. had to take a math class, and it was so dumb. Like, when I was in high school, I was in... I didn't even have to take math my senior year because I'd already completed the highest level math they had at my school, okay. which was like trig or something like that. I don't even remember any of that shit anymore. My senior year, I would have had gone to the college in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, fuck that! I just want to get done with school an hour earlier, so yeah. I can go work at my at the car dealership. Oh, oh you know, yeah, fixing cars. That's what I wanted to do
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So I was like, fuck math. <laughs> so I think I went to my math class in college like three times, and I remember just falling asleep because it was like a math 123 class. Yeah, it was super dumb. you are talking about how to like multiply fractions and shit. Oh, I'm like, I literally did this in like fifth grade. <laughs> I fucking smoked it back then. And here I am in college doing it again. I was just like, fuck it. I'm not even going. Yeah. And I remember, like, dozing off in class and the teacher looking right at me. I was like, whatever. Fuck this. I'm not even going. Whatever. I'll just show up. And they had all the testing remotely in a testing center on a computer. So I just showed up and did the fucking test 100% in the class. (laughs) He didn't even... No, he didn't even... I don't even think he graded my test. I think... He might have, but he basically yeah. did not dock me points for not doing really? assignments or not showing up to class. He did not give a fuck. Cause I think he knew that it was a it was just pointless for me to be there.
1: Heck yeah! So, so d- overall, did you think um, your time that you spent at college and the money that you spent in college was worth it for you?
0: It Was definitely worth it. Oh, okay, cool. I just I learned a lot. I I was a mechanic for a couple of years after college. And then I kind of started working on houses and really fell in love with that. So I started building houses, mm-hmm. but you know, here I am 15 years later and now I'm like a shop manager at a repair shop. That's cool. So it's like my education, it's still there. Like my knowledge is still there and that love for doing that is still there. Yep. It just took me, you know, 12 years of doing other stuff, 12, sure. 13, 14 years. Before I've kind of come full circle back to what I really love to do back then, so Sweet. it's cool. It was definitely worth the money because this was in two thousand five, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. So I paid like nine hundred a semester yep. the first year, nine fifty a semester the second year. So that's that's nothing,
1: <laughs> especially basically
0: that's, like, like, that's nothing today. Like yeah. you, you, I can't even put my kids in preschool for that amount of money literally good point so you know that was that was right before they started to do the government guarantee on student loans Mm -hmm. and that you know as soon as that happened and they just started saying anyone who wants a loan to go to college is has a guarantee to get that loan yeah it fucking ruined college man. they just they jacked those prices up like crazy because Mm -hmm. they knew Kids are gonna pay it because they can get a loan. Kids yeah. don't think about the future. Yeah. They don't think of oh yeah, I'm gonna graduate in four years and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sixty thousand dollars a year as a as a whatever the fuck. Sure. It's like okay, you you're gonna graduate. You're gonna not make sixty thousand. Sorry, dude. That's people that have been doing it for a while. You're gonna make forty thousand a mm-hmm. year and you're gonna have a hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. It's uh, it's unfortunate that kids are fucking stupid and their parents don't talk sense into them. Yep, because that's really what it is. It's a failure of the parents to be like uh, that shit's not going to work. Oh well, yeah,
1: because the kids they don't they're not their brains aren't developed enough to understand fully right. what's going on. So you do need a parent. The parents don't always um, educate the kids because they don't fully realize how different the system is now for as far as getting loans and. The school system, even if you had a $50,000, like say you found school on the cheap or you went to a technical college for a couple of years, even if you had $50,000, your student loan payments are going to be over $200 every month. If you get a job making $40,000 a year out of school and you mm-hmm. got 200 bucks plus just going to your student loans that you're probably going to have to pay for who knows how long.
0: Yeah, but I come from an era which is not that long ago where mm-hmm. you could literally go to school you could have a part-time job during the school year and work full-time during the summer. You could yep. pay your way you could work your way through school. Sure, It was very common. Yep. Know a lot of people did it. Yep, That's what it was and now it's just it's changed into something that's just not that and I, I understand it sucks. Um, <laughs> I definitely don't think that should have the government just write off all that student loan debt. I'm mm-hmm. not for that. Oh, really? Like, sorry. I know it sucks, but yeah. fucking... You should have not been a fucking retard yep. and signed up for $150,000 worth of debt yeah. when you don't have a fucking job.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: have a job. You're going into college. Like, y- you're, You don't have a guarantee. You have, you have a chance, if you do well, <laughs> to graduate. <laughs> yeah. And then after you graduate, you have a chance... To maybe get an entry level position in your field that you studied for. Yeah. And then and if you do that, you're lucky.
1: Yep. And okay? it's
0: those are the lucky ones. Most people don't even aren't even get a fucking job in their field after they graduate.
1: Well, and the shitty part is these kids don't know that. Like yeah. obviously they have to deal with the ramifications of their choices. But at the same time, I feel sorry for some of these people because they don't understand how the system works, mm-hmm. and obviously it's on the parents, and yeah. it's and the schools are gonna dupe them. You know, the schools want that cash, so they're they're gonna be in bed with the government that's offering these loans and guaranteeing these loans, and th- the kids kind of get hosed out of it and. I mean, I understand the argument that the debt shouldn't just be erased for these people. They should have to deal with the consequences of their choices. But at the same time, I feel bad for them because mm-hmm. the system is set up for them to go into all this debt. It is. I
0: think I think some of the people early on, maybe, people now, they're still doing this shit. You're fucking stupid. They should know better. You should definitely know better. This yep. is not... I'm not... I didn't just come up and get on this podcast and start revealing secret fucking <laughs> <button>
1: information, okay? <laughs> yeah. This
0: is not the Pentagon Papers. This is fucking common sense. <laughs> yeah. All right? And, you know, yeah, I'm keeping it probably a little more real than some people might agree with. <laughs> yeah. But it's just common fucking sense. I and I'm sorry to say it, but you should have fucking known better.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, some of these people maybe they graduated like 10 years ago or so. Yeah. You know? Seven to seven to ten years, probably like ten years. Like if it's like, I mean, even back then, you should fucking known better. But we'll call it ten years ago. Yeah. Like ten years and earlier, maybe. Yeah, I understand that because it was just that's just when all the prices were starting to go bad shit. But yeah, fucking beyond that, like, come on, (laughs) should have fucking seen (laughs) that shit coming, man.
1: Yeah. So I want to jump out this email, and I had this um. Story that I saw in a local newspaper that I want to get your uh, comments on. It kind of made me laugh. Um, there's a local college here, kind of want to stick with the same subject here a little bit, mm-hmm. that has obviously this college has a library, but I saw this news article about um, an individual who's wor- now working at this library to monitor the literature in this library. <laughs> to make sure it's anti-racist. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> and I just want... <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this exactly. I, I didn't read this article. Before you comment, okay. I, I didn't read the article, but i what I do know from the article and what I saw, it looks like there's some type of grading system for like how racist these books are. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really stuck out to me is they only highlighted one person as being in charge of this and then that there's a grading system on how racist books are how negative the effects could be from somebody going in and saying this literature is racist when it's exactly what should be in books if you don't want racism, <laughs> so I want. I, I, maybe you can elaborate more on well, what, look, what your thoughts yeah, are.
0: I, I don't know anything about this particular thing. Um, I will I will say that having one person be the gatekeeper and decide what's okay and what is not okay that's completely against how how I was raised and what I believe in.
1: It's anti-American. It is anti-American.
0: <laughs> I think that. Here's the problem with the whole progressive movement, in my opinion. Careful now. And and I'm a pretty progressive guy in a lot of ways, yeah. but I'm not anymore because, <laughs> because pushed it's, it too far. it's too much. Yeah. So, you know, I went I went to I went to I went to school. I think it was like six, I just talked about this with someone else. It mm-hmm. was like sixth grade, okay, social studies class. One of the assignments, or one of the like study. Chapters or whatever we did was about, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Okay. Who's a fucking American hero. He's a fucking great guy or was, um, he should definitely be remembered and honored and his teachings were super important. And I believe that they were morally correct. Yeah. He wasn't saying anything extreme. He's basically saying to treat other people how you want to be treated. Mm hmm. He had his own way of putting it. I have a dream that one day my children and my children's children will be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay? Treat other people how you want to be treated.
1: Super straightforward.
0: That's it. This is the only one rule we need to really live our lives by. Yeah. So, when I see how the progressive movement was back then for the... For Well, it used to be called gay rights. Mm -hmm. Now it's got its crazy alphabet fucking acronym thing because it's a bureaucracy, Mm -hmm. more or less. Same with Black Lives Matter. It used Mm -hmm. to just be called civil rights. Now it's BLM and you got the LGBTQ plus and you got, you know, these groups and they're POCs now. And what I've seen with the progressive movement just in my short life is how it went from you know what? Treat these people, treat people that are different than you the way you want to be treated. And now it's gone to, no, you don't need to treat them how you want to be treated. You need to treat them the way they should be treated in accordance to their race and their sexuality and the history of the people who had the same race and sexuality that have come before them. Mm -hmm. And you need to recognize that maybe your race or your sexuality has hurt These people in some way.
1: Yeah. From their viewpoint. Yeah.
0: So we've gone from basically, hey, all these people just want to be treated the same. Yep. They don't want to be treated different. Let's treat everyone the same. Then it's like we moved as a society to where we were treating people more the same, not perfect, Mm -hmm. but more the same. And now it's gone back to, no, we want to be treated different. Yep. And we want to be treated special.
1: I see it all the time.
0: And it's... It's fucking racism, man. I mean, it's yep. just fucking... The Democratic Party has gone from Jim Crow laws... <laughs> to now they're living Now, Okay, they went from that... Remember, the Democrats are the ones... Who <laughs> were the fucking slave owners... Who yep. were the ones with the Jim Crow laws... They were the ones who were not letting the African American kids go to fucking college on their campuses... Mm-hmm. All that shit. KKK members... All fucking Democrats, historically. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, all of a sudden, now they're saying Republicans are all racist. Mm -hmm. But it's like, at the same time, Democrats and people of the left-leaning ideology are now saying that African-American kids should have their own dorms in colleges. They should have separate graduations (laughs) ceremonies for African-American kids. I'm like... They did that in the 60s, and people had to fight and die to get rid of that, yeah. and now you want to bring it back? Yeah. But you're saying that the white people are all racist? Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Drives me crazy, dude. Yeah. It drives me crazy. I it's see all it. This, all this anti-racist shit, it's just racism under a new... with a new fucking hood ornament on yeah, it. Yep. It's the same racism that's always been there, but they're saying that it's anti-racism. Yeah. But they're the ones who bring that back the terminology of people of color. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? They used to be Negroes, then it was colored people, and mm-hmm. then it was uh, then it was blacks, blacks yep. and then it was African Americans, and now we're back to colored people? Yeah. Like, this seems like we're going fucking backwards here, folks. Yeah. And I've always been against like calling people African American, Mexican American. And we've had this discussion before. Yep. I do not believe in that. You're not an African American. You're an American. Yep. And I look at you as an American and my countrymen and my brother just the same as I look at anyone else who is an American and believes in America. Mm-hmm. We're all Americans. And all this like, oh, you need to call this group of people... Native Americans, well, they're Americans, too. They're the first Americans. Yeah,
1: and you, you know, can recognize that without, like, segregating them. Right, you don't
0: have to segregate all these people into different groups. Well, mm-hmm. these are these are uh, Asian Americans. Well, no, they're just Americans, and mm-hmm. their ancestors or fore, forefathers or whatever were, were from a different place, but, you know, yep. everyone was from a different place, except for the indigenous folks. Yeah. And we're all fucking Americans, so all these all these politically correct things that you know, it's always the left mm-hmm. <laughs> comes up with it just works to divide us into groups so we fight amongst each other. Yeah, and it's it's racism that's disguised as political correctness, mm-hmm. and I'm very against it. And you know, it's it's sad when little kids got a. Little kids don't need to be taught about all the bad shit that white people did back in the day. And you don't need to teach African-American kids that, oh, everything that, everything that's happened to your people are because of white people and you guys are never going to amount to anything because you're kept down by the white man. Yeah. And it's not doing those kids any favors. It's not doing the white kids any favors. It's not doing anything but creating more animosity or more... Not even That's not even the right word. It's just more tension between the racial groups. Yeah, When really we're all in this shit together, we're all fucking Americans.
1: Especially for kids because um, kids... Don't really act racist until no. until a racist person instills that style of belief in them so to to teach those kids of the problems from two hundred years ago or a hundred years ago or for for even forty years ago, that doesn't do them any good. It's okay to like talk to them about inclusion and being fair with everyone, but you don't have to like go into the specifics of you need to treat him better because he's black. Right. It's, then that or, kid's going to be confused. Or
0: if you're white, you need to apologize for oh, being yeah. white. Yeah.
1: And that's that's where it, it gets into the total total yeah. BS of the whole movement. It's, it's
0: all racism. It's not mm-hmm. it's not it's not the same white on black racism yep. that it used to be. It's just like a different it's like fucking coke Coke Zero, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. still fucking Coke. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they changed some ingredients or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. it's the same shit, man. Yeah, and i i I think that, that I'm encouraged a little bit because I feel like more and more people are kind of waking up to this. Yeah, fucking Bill Maher talks about this shit oh, yeah. all the time. Yep, and he used to be so far left, and he still has the same ideals that he always has. Yeah, but it's just the the progressive movement is just gone off the fucking deep end and now they're going backwards
1: yeah and there are thankfully a handful of individuals that are kind of calling out the bs where they see it and i appreciate that yeah especially in the media but you really have to work hard at it because there's so much of it and i i wouldn't be surprised if some of it's um kind of injected into our whole media system from outside sources i mean there's there's outside sources that feed into our media today that may not have the best of intentions for us. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like just looking at the whole landscape of, and like the influences from different sources in the media. And I, like I said, I, it wouldn't surprise me if there's specific targeted types of movements that are um, being shoved on our throats from, yeah, elsewhere so who knows
0: yeah it, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of nefarious activity going on that's it's and people people are easy to manipulate
1: <laughs> yeah not, for sure maybe
0: not individually but groups of people As groups super easy to manipulate especially with social media now yeah so it's just
1: that's the biggest thing
0: it's a fucking free for all and it's a shit show <laughs> I but agree anyway well that's enough about that I think um We've been talking for a while, so why don't we take a commercial break real quick and we'll be right back?
3: Hello, I'm Dr. Konichi Japanichi and I'd like to tell you about a farm. A farm is the new firming cream designed to help women spruce up sagging skin for a new, youthful, and exuberant look. Are you a woman that suffers from wrinkles on your elbows, underarms, or neck? Do you have a bad case of cabbage ass, nipple droops, saggy baggies, or bunghole inversion? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need a firm. A firm was designed from the sperm of a hundred of different sea creatures in the waters near Fukushima. We created a firm to penetrate the pores of your skin and provide cell tightening properties that would make Asa Akira blush. It simply is the best. And today, I'd like to introduce a firm for men. A firm for men is great for all the gentlemen that suffer from belly blips, extreme sock scratch, and wrinkled sausage and peppers, or bitch tits and back bosoms. Men want to feel confident as they creep teens in tiny swimsuits while at the beach, and a firm can help with that confidence. Try Affirm today by visiting our website at www.yearnforaffirm.jap. Then click the radio icon in the corner and enter Flappy Jappy in the box to receive 10% off your first order. We look forward to seeing you on the beach.
0: Alright folks, welcome back. So... I have a, uh, bitches be crazy story. <laughs> Let's do it. I'd love to talk about. want to hear it. So, I'll start with the headline, because that's always the most fun. Is
1: this, is this in honor of, uh, Women's History Month? Is it
0: Women's History Month? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Alright, cool. Absolutely, that's why I did it. It's All not right. because I just love to hear stories about women just losing their <laughs> shit in public and being disrespectful and ruining property and punching people. <laughs> okay. It's definitely not that. <laughs> So this story comes from West St. Paul, Minnesota, just like our backyard, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it is woman charged with trashing suburban Target store. Okay. So, 23 year old woman named Galen Atleen Bailey was charged for cr- first degree criminal damage to property, and basically she went into a Target store. Um, she had a golf club. Unsure if that was like. Off the shelf. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty sure they sell golf clubs at Target. Yeah. And she just started smashing display cases and shit. Knocking stuff over. Throwing stuff on the floor. And apparently, you know, it was like kind of chaos. And people were like, oh, fuck. And they evacuated the store. Dang. Yeah, so this crazy bitch caused $7,000 in damage. Wow. Like, that's pretty fucking crazy, man. And they... They kind of say that um, they're thinking the lady was upset over a purchase that she made, like earlier on in the week or like a week before or something. Okay. So it's like I don't know if like they wouldn't return her fucking like, I don't know. Did she like? Did she get some clothes and then clearly like wear them around town and they, like, bring them back and they wouldn't they wouldn't take her return or
1: something? Or yeah. Who knows what happened, but that bitch went crazy. <laughs> she probably had, like. Fucking cheesed up underwear or something, and she was trying to return them Ooh. all crusty. Gross. <laughs> could be. Could be, dude. I uh, a fucking
0: sourdough loaf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story, though. Yeah. Well, I just love it. I don't.
0: I don't think we had a "bitches be crazy" story last time.
1: I don't think we did last. We could no. one. No. And I had this whole idea for "bitches be crazy" and like another. Uh, news story or whatever, but yeah, it's, I think we gotta keep on this topic and try to get them rolling out as often as possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long as, as long as they keep popping up in the news, oh, I'll yeah. keep, I'll keep talking about them.
1: Heck yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. You wanna All play
1: right. a game real quick? Yeah, man, let's play a game. Alright. Um, we're gonna play a game of Arnold again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hoping to have two options for you to choose, but that didn't happen, so okay. I, just, I just got the one here. So, okay. so, so it's movie quotes again, and I'll try to get into my Arnold here real quick.
0: All right, do you need a moment? Um, no, need but a smoke <laughs> <a cigar>. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so these are all popular movies not featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger, but uh, the first one is. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: how you're starting out with the easy ones and kind of yeah. walk your way into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well wow, that's definitely Apollo thirteen. Yep, ding.
1: Great fucking movie. Yeah, it's a great one. Mo- this this one this next one is the hardest one for me to do, but um you'll see why in a second here. But uh let's see if you can recognize this movie. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's fucking awesome. That was a, you actually did pretty well there. Thanks. Obviously it's Snakes on the Plane. <laughs> good one. All I've right. never seen
1: it either. I haven't, like, I haven't like, either. I just can't bring myself <laughs> to waste an hour and a half of my life. <laughs> yeah. Alright, next one here is I See Dead People.
0: Ooh, uh, that was a Bruce Willis movie. Um Remember the name of it? The Sixth Sense. Yeah. That, that was a good fucking movie. That dude. movie
1: was sweet. That's a uh, M Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah. Adventure, yep. With, wasn't,
0: uh, um, wasn't, um, what was that Mel Gibson one with the aliens?
1: That was Signs. That was an M. Night Shyamalan, yep. right? Yep. yeah, yep. I, I don't that
0: have... Guy, that I, guy, he'll, like, make a good movie, and then he'll make a shitty movie, and then it will be, like, right back yeah, to a fucking good movie. Yeah.
1: he's He's got a couple stinkers. Yeah, a few. More <laughs> than a few. But that's all right. He's got a bunch of really good ones, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next movie. Our next movie quote is, "If you build it, he will come." If you build it, he will come. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to say Field of Dreams.
1: That's what it is. Oh, it wasn't. If you build it, they will come. I copied this off of uh, a website, so it says it says he. I think most people say they, but it might just be one of those weird things where it's people. It's a quote the it. effect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright, um, next one is, take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape.
0: Ooh, Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Wow, that's... It's the original fucking Charlton Heston. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's really good that you know all these so far.
0: Yeah, I don't know, they're easy for me, but... Cool. They're all, those movies are all my vintage. Yeah.
1: And these are all popular movies, but, like, I haven't seen all these movies, so it's really good that you're doing that. All right, the next one is... You can't handle the truth. Um, that was...
0: Oh, it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember the
1: name of the movie?
0: Uh, he was like a fucking JAG officer. What's that name? Tom Cruise. Is
1: that the one with Cuba Gooding? No,
0: that was um, where he was the scuba diver. Oh. No, that's something completely okay. different. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. It's not Officer and a Gentleman.
1: Nope. It's, um... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you want me to reveal it? Or? Uh, go ahead. I know it, but go <laughs> you're ahead. Gonna, you're going to kick yourself. It's The name of the movie is A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Yeah. Son of that, a bitch. That's a tough one to pull.
0: It, it was. I know the movie really well. I just cannot come up with that title.
1: That title. Alright. we got two more for you here. You're doing really good so far. Okay. Uh, next one is... Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner. Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner? You know that movie? You probably haven't seen it. Um. I shouldn't assume, but. Million Dollar Baby? No. That Uh, one is Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. That's a weird quote for that movie. Like, I don't even know what that's in reference to. Because I saw that movie once when I was like 12 and I Kind of thought it was dumb, but it's kind of a classic.
0: Yeah, never seen it. I thought it was a Million Dollar Baby because it's talking about no one puts baby oh, in a yeah. corner, like in a fucking in the boxing ring. Yep. Which? Why do they call it a ring? It's a motherfucking square. <laughs>
1: That's a good point. All right, just throwing that out there. <laughs> all right. Continue. All right, last one. Right. What movie is this? The here. here. You know that movie? It's a. Classic, um, classic uh, horror film? Yeah, it's... Uh, Can
0: you picture it's it? It's uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, nice
1: one, dude.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. okay, I only sweet. had one that I missed. Yeah, you crushed And I knew both the main actors and the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the synopsis of the film. Yeah, you basically <laughs> knew the
1: movies. <laughs> right, good
0: job. I like that game because I win. <laughs> yeah, you're good
1: at it. All right, okay. that's it for that. Cool, um, thanks for putting that together, man. Yeah, heck fun. yeah. We'll do, uh, next next week, we're going to do um, song lyrics. Okay. That's what I wanted to get ready for this week, but uh, I'll have it ready for next week. But uh, speaking of movies, I kind of want to jump into this um, new bit we're going to do. Okay, we well,
0: before you do that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of next week. Yes. I'll be gone. Oh, okay. So... Fucking crazy Larry. <laughs> Larry? <laughs> Larry is, is going to take my place next In week. In studio, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you can I mean, do whatever you want with him, dude. Honestly. <laughs> All like, right. Just make sure he doesn't fuck up the show. But All right. Do whatever you want with him. And you have my permission to do games or fucking okay. whatever. Like, cool. You can just ask him stories about being a fucking dirty teabag and trucker <laughs> if you want. I don't give a shit.
1: Just make sure it's good. Alright, cool. <laughs> we'll do that. So... Um, it's our new top 20. Yeah, we got a new top 20 bit here. Um, obviously we did the top 20 worst songs of all time and that was uh, definitive and we put that list together. You can hear that in previous episodes. But the new one I want to do is um, top 20 worst acting performances in a major motion picture. And I got that uh, (laughs) that specific qualifier on here that it has to be a major motion picture, it can't just be, like, some stupid, like, one-off B-movie or whatever, so...
0: Okay, do you want to go first? Yeah, I I feel like you have probably, like, ten of them (laughs) thinking about this for three weeks now.
1: I have ten or so in my mind, but, um, I only have one that I would like to, um, submit here today... And my first submission is from a movie called Twilight. <laughs> the whole I, movie, <laughs> the end. Great list. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got. I fucking
0: hate Twilight.
1: So Kristen Stewart in
0: Twilight, and is that the is that the chick? Yep. You're right. That's a fucking terrible performance. Yeah. She and the, was super bad.
1: It, terrible. Like, terrible throughout the whole movie. And she's actually not a bad actress in other movies. Like, I've seen her in other things since that movie. Uh-huh. I think that was one of her... Early, like, she she acted as a kid, but this was, like, one of her big major breakout roles, which is hilarious because it's a horrible performance. But, um, yeah, that's it's really bad. Damn, that's a
0: good pull, dude. Her, that was awful.
1: <laughs> her in that movie um, really, really bad, and I thought for, like, this, um, this little bit that we have here, I was going to play a clip from the movie here, if I can find it, just give me a second, this is an actual short scene, it's about 40 seconds long, and it's from the movie Twilight, and this includes both Robert Pattinson, who is also a pretty good actor, and, uh, Kristen Stewart, but, You'll hear from this little clip that I got that Kristen Stewart is horrible. Here we go.
0: She sounds like a car. Okay, I think I'm warming up
4: now. Your hand is so cold.
0: Oh my god, that was so fucking bad.
1: (laughs) Wow, my dad's still here. Can you pull in? Wow, what is going on? When you
0: first said that, the thing that immediately came to my mind was there's all this crazy shit with fucking vampires and werewolves and stuff and she shows, like, fucking no emotion through the whole movie. Like, you're not fucking scared out of your fucking mind, like... Whatever, yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's super fucking weird. She's yeah. like she's like emotionally dead inside. Yeah,
1: it's so weird, and I blame that on the director. Primarily. Oh yeah, the, if if I was the director of a movie and I said, okay, I'm gonna set up this scene for you. We're pulling up to a bar or where whatever they're pulling up to. It's you and your new boyfriend, and you're in the car, and there's an ambulance outside, and you're kind of worried about your dad because he's still there. Okay, action. Wow, my dad's still there. What's going on? It's like, I'm fucking... (laughs) Perfect! (laughs) (laughs) That was great! (laughs) Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's really fucking bad. So that's my submission. Okay. I'll pop it in here. I'll just put it at number 10 for now. Yeah, sure. Just throw it right in the middle. We're
0: going to have to figure out, because I don't know how we're going to scientifically do this. So we <laughs> yeah. might just have to debate this one out. Yeah. Which is fine. Maybe yep. we could have Yeah, I guess we could have users Oh yeah. Submit their votes and they could have a little bit of a little bit of voting power. Yeah, something not like very that. much, you greedy fucks. <laughs> yeah. We're still running this show.
1: Get off our backs, bitches.
0: Alright. You got one? I do have one. Uh, this is a movie I just watched recently and I was shocked at how shitty the movie was. Yeah. And there were almost no good parts to the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. And that is a 2011 Chris Evans film called Captain America, The First Avenger. <laughs> okay. This movie is such a piece of shit. Really? And the guy, Chris Evans, was he in, he's in all the Captain Americas, yeah, right? Yeah, basically. Okay. Well... This should have been the last fucking Captain America movie, because <laughs> after this horrible performance of just dumbness, yeah, like, what are Captain America's fucking powers? He's just, strong. He just chucks a shield around. Yeah, but how does the shield come back to him? That's a good question. It's, he's not like a god like Thor. He doesn't have telekinesis. No. <laughs> How the fuck does this shield like bounce off of stuff and just come right back to him? It makes no sense. <laughs> That's a good no point. No sense at all. Yeah. And then he's going up against this fucking army of like Cobra or what are they called? Um,
1: It's not Cobra. No, it's something kind of like that though. <laughs> um, I don't know what it's are you called. you sure it's not Cobra. I don't think so. That sounds like G.I. Joe shit. It does sound like G.I. Joe shit. (laughs) Which is basically, like, the acting level.
0: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Well, whoever these idiots were, um, they have, like, these guns that disintegrate people, and then he just, like, rolls out with a fucking like pistol that holds eight bullets and a shield it's like get the fuck out of (laughs) here yeah there's one part in this movie where he's seeing his nemesis which is the red skull yeah like he's on the other he's like up on a catwalk in this factory okay like down below on the factory floor there's all these explosions and fire on the opposite side of the on the other catwalk opposite of where he is is his nemesis who's getting into a fucking elevator and escaping okay and for some reason he just stands there yeah he just stands there watching everything happen he has to like get his friends out of the thing and get them to safety and he just sends this dude bucky who's his mm-hmm. friend to like walk out on this fucking beam that's collapsing and he, like, barely makes it over to the other side. And then he just, like, stands there for a few more minutes with all these explosions going on. And then he just, like, fucking jumps across. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? He's just standing here with, like, a dumb look on his face.
1: So his performance is bad.
0: His performance is fucking bad. But yeah. then again, like like you said about the last one, like, it's the director.
1: Yeah more on the director than anything. He had no
0: lines for this whole fucking sequence. Oh, really? He basically, like, stood there with this stupid look on his face (sighs) while there's explosions, and his friend's, like, almost falling off this beam, and his fucking... Nemesis is getting away in the elevator, and he just stands there. Wow. I'm like, fucking throw your shield, bitch. Like, what
1: the fuck are you doing,
0: man? I'm like, jump that shit. Like, we all know you're going to jump. Yeah. Like, we all know you're going to jump, like, 30 feet and fucking land over there. So just get it over with. Like, <laughs> yep. That was just one scene. There's many others. That's great. The movie, great. in general, was dog shit. Yeah. But his fucking performance is, like... He didn't sell me on the fact that he's Captain America. Yeah.
1: At all. It was just, it was bad. Did he even drive a F-150 with flags on it or anything? No, dude. No (laughs) fucking bumper
0: stickers, nothing. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, I didn't
1: even think he drove a
0: car or did anything the whole movie.
1: He didn't eat cheeseburgers and, like, chug Diet Coke or do anything American?
0: I can't recall him doing any of those <laughs> Did things. Did go to a
1: movie theater and watch some Mickey Mouse shit or anything? He was in a movie theater at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he was. Okay, so back, he's got a back before of... he was
0: Captain America, oh, okay. when he was a little, like, fucking nerdy kid that got his ass kicked all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, I'll throw it on the list at number right. 13, Just for now. whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll come up with some more, but oh, yeah. that one was kind of last minute. <laughs> for sure.
1: That's a good one, though. Thank you. I like that. All right. Um,. We got a couple of voicemails okay. that we should probably get to. We got one from Chadley and we got one from Larry. Probably start with the Chadley one here since I got it queued up. Okay. All right, let's yeah. go for it. Here is Chadley's voicemail that he left us. Hey dudes, Chandler
2: here. Just wanted to call in and leave a quick VM and let you know that I appreciate y'all. First off, great podcast. You guys are pounding hot ass on the show and I totally respect that. Next up, I gotta say that Freak Show Larry, he's a total basket case on the loose and I hope he finds his mellow before he drives this big rig off a cliff or something. I also wanted to let you know, anytime either of you are in San Fran, hit me up. I'd love to show you the time of your life. I'm down to pound some beef and shred some Swiss, if you know what I mean. What? I'll show you all the hot spots Jesus in town and go down a couple cocktails and <laughs> randy up some lovely ladies. Just know I got your backs, dudes. Anyway, I gotta run. Got a quick meetup with my personal trainer, Chris. We'll be working on some flexibility stuff today, so I'm on my way out. Oh, BT dubs. I always laugh when you guys joke about me being gay. That shit cracks me up. I'm sure all the listeners know I'm straighter than a shade direct cock sliding in a tiny little butthole. What the this insinuation fuck? is top notch comedy. Later, dudes
4: <laughs> Um
0: Alright dude, it's like, okay, so here's here's my whole thing. Every time I listen to Chadley, it's like, oh man, yeah, he's saying some super hetero stuff there, and then I'm like Wait a second! <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, what?
1: <laughs> kind of throwing us off the trail there, Chadley. Yeah, a little bit, man. Uh, all right,
0: cool, Chadley. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the show, man. Uh, love your, uh, love your content, dude. So <laughs> keep it coming.
1: Love that he loves Larry too. Oh yeah. Well, I think I think
0: Larry is a lovable guy, oh, and thank uh, that's why we're gonna play a uh, Larry voicemail
1: right now. Alright, here's the Larry voicemail that he left us.
4: Alright. Hey there, DC Mars, it's your uh, good buddy Trucker Larry just checking in with you. I was heading on through Santa Fe and on my way to Fateville, Louisiana and had a running with them goddamn Antifa son (laughs) bitches. My fuckers tried to put a. Dirt bike in front of my truck, like I thought it was gonna stop me. Well, let me tell you, boys, I ran that goddamn dirt bike <laughs> over like my old grandpappy ran over grandma when he found out that she was fucking with Johnson from the uh, next town over. <laughs> yeah. I realized that was a bit of an overshare. But anyway, boys, since we're doing a good job and Keeping this here old <laughs> the company while I'm heading on down the road. Bye now. <laughs> oh
0: man, we have the best Collins.
4: <laughs> his fucking
0: grandpa ran over Crowley because he found out she was plowing the farmer. <laughs> farmer Johnson?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my God! you are so good. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call in anytime, Larry. Now that you have the hotline number. Oh, holy fuck! <laughs> oh my God! Oh. <laughs> All right. Cool. Jeez, oh, I need to take a break here. After that, should just, we do a quick commercial break after that? Let's just, say, so com- that's just yeah, let's <laughs> cut the commercial. I need, to, I need to catch my breath. All right. <laughs> we'll good. be
4: right back. Hey there folks, this here is Trucker Larry, and I'm here to tell you about this here brand new product called Queef Cans. If you enjoy pockets, you ought to crack open one of these here Queef Cans and try them out. Got all kinds of different flavors from women across the world. If you like menstruating Asian women, try new Queef Can Crimson Tide. And if you like European women that ain't been showering too often, Try French Connection. Queef cans is all natural and flavor-locked, so you ain't never gotta to worry about them going stale on ya. Trucker Larry uses creef cans, and you should too. Bye now.
0: Alright, folks. Welcome back. Yeah, so, Mars, I wanted to ask you how you feel about Cover bands,
1: covered bands,
0: cover bands. Oh, bands, cover bands. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, just in general,
0: kind of in general. Yeah, I have like some specifics that I'd like to kind of, yeah, get your feelings about. But
1: so, um, there's two distinctions I like to make. There's cover bands that kind of make um, their livelihood. they, they kind of can travel across America or where, even across the world being a cover band and there's um, a couple here locally even that I've watched and they've been pretty good and I've enjoyed them but then there's also bands that cover other bands that kind of get famous off of that and then they kind of build their whole like library. Sometimes they're established in the first place and then they do a cover and that kind of like builds up their listener base or whatever. Right. And I guess I appreciate both of them if they're done well. I don't like the gimmicky shit. And I don't really care for, like, a lot of the bar band scene stuff That where it's mm-hmm. just, like, oh, they're just doing a bunch of covers. It's, like, fine if you're out at the bar, but you're never going to go right. see that band because they're a cover band. So. so so what about not a cover band, but a tribute band? Ooh, a tribute band. That's different now, too. Yeah, right? that's its own thing, right? Yeah. That I have less familiarity with and less of an opinion on. I'm kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't really have any strong feelings one way or another for tribute bands. Like, I don't know if you have any examples of a, a good tribute band. Even um, is there any? <laughs> that not even... really. I mean,
0: there's there. Oh, well, there definitely are. Yeah, uh, I can't think of the names of them, but you know, there's there's tribute bands that do like Pink Floyd and yeah, like a lot of they they. I think they're cool because. In these particular cases I'm thinking of, they're keeping the music and the performance alive after sure. the band is like either broken up or members have died or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's really cool, and yep. I, I definitely appreciate the fact that, well, no, I can't go see... I don't know who the fuck. I mean, whatever. I can't go see Pink Floyd in concert, but I can go see this fucking Pink Floyd tribute band. Mm -hmm. It's going to sound like 99% of the fucking as good as Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's really cool. And I, and I do appreciate that aspect of it. It's a little weird. And like, (sighs) I mean, it's like, they're obviously like, if they're real serious about it and they're trying to like copy the sound and everything perfectly, I mean there's a lot to that and it's in a way it's impressive yeah. to try to mimic a, another band's sound so much. Oh for sure. But in another way it's like completely
1: lacking in
0: artistic creativity. Yeah. So there's that aspect to it.
1: Yeah. I one thing I notice is like a lot of times they don't get the singer quite right, but yeah. obviously the instruments you can like toppy. you can get pretty good with the instruments, yeah. But the singer portion is the one sticking point that if it's not done well, then it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's yeah. like, okay, this doesn't quite sound like um, I, under- I get the whole idea of it, but it's not quite there. Well, the reason I was even thinking about this was I recently
0: heard um, I didn't know this, but apparently, Celine Dion covered. An ACDC song, He really? Shook Me All Night Long. It was like a duet with another female. Okay. And the whole point of this conversation is, how do you feel when a band or a singer covers a song, but they're the opposite sex of the original singer, and then they change the lyrics of the song? That's weird. Because Celine Dion was singing, He Shook Me All Night Long. She changed it from she was a fast machine, she kept her motor clean, she changed all the pronouns to the opposite sex. What do you think about that?
1: Personally, I don't like that, because there's no reason that Celine Dion or any other artist who is covering an original work by a different artist or band can't use those same lyrics. Yeah, I agree. Like, so... It's one thing if um, an artist is a different sex and decides to cover it. It's another thing if they're coming from a separate genre, like Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. You know, that's kind of... And sometimes that's done really well, like where they can take a song. Um, There's a band that I really like. Their name, or the name of the band is um, Nothing But Thieves. And they did a cover of a Gnarls Barkley song. I don't like Gnarls Barkley, but they did a cover of um, one of his songs, and they're different genre. Gnarls is kind of like the R&B rap style, mm-hmm. and this band that covered them is more White. About, yeah, they're white. <laughs> 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 they're white and English, and they stole <laughs> the, the song. But their, their cover of it is amazing, and it allows me to appreciate that song, seeing it from a different perspective, but... Yeah, it's changing, changing any of the lyrics. The only time I've allowed that—allowed is like <laughs> a pretty strong word—I <laughs> strike thee down. <laughs> the only time that I've listened to that and it was okay in my mind is when um, Johnny Cash covered Nine Inch Nails. And I don't know if it's customary, but I don't think Johnny Cash swore a lot in his songs. I think he mm, sings not, not a lot. He says "hell" in a couple songs, and but Damn and. yeah, pretty light stuff. But um, he covered Nine Inch Nails' "Hurt," and in that song, in the original song, he Trent Reznor sings, "I wear this crown of shit." Yeah, and Johnny Cash sings, "I wear this crown of thorns," and it actually kind of put a cool new perspective on it without having Johnny Cash swear. So there's. Obviously exceptions, but the sw- swapping pronouns and changing the lyrics in general—I'm not—I'm not for that. Every any time that I can recall hearing that, I've,
0: I think if you're gonna sing a song, and it—I mean, if it just so happens like that, it's like a song about whatever and. I don't think you should be allowed to change the pronouns. I think you just have to be gay for the next four minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You just tough it out. And you don't want to do that, then don't sing the fucking song.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to be so gay that you actually go out and commit... Um acts against same, you can't, it's not like you have to go out and commit same sex acts you Yeah, just, you, you don't just, have to suck the dicks <laughs> No, you just have to have the vibe of sucking the dicks You just have to pretend that you're gonna suck the dick <laughs> Like in all those popular songs you hear on the radio. By the way, I love that
0: Chadley Stevenson cover of Wet Ass Pussy <laughs> It's very provocative <laughs> Yeah I couldn't tell if he was gay or straight, the whole thing <laughs> And actually, you know what? Though I think he did change it to wet ass bussy. So, <laughs> so, so got, maybe I'm wrong. On that.
1: I got a question for you on kind of on the same uh, subject. What do you think of? Um, so Queen, obviously Freddie Mercury got after it and ended up with AIDS, and he passed away unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, I'm laughing. <laughs> That's kind of (laughs) fucked up, dude. He's dead.
0: I know he didn't leave any children behind him because he didn't make any.
1: (laughs) No, but, um, so Adam Lambert, who became popular or famous because of his involvement with uh, American Idol, he got the opportunity to sing for Queen. Okay. So my question to you is, what do you think of bands that pick up different singers but keep the original tracks from the previous band and our made. Oh, and
0: they, read, they do the old songs with the yeah. new singer. Yeah. That's
1: a and, weird one, isn't it? I
0: don't know, man. A lot of bands have done it, and, I mean, I think when people look back on it, it's cool, but in the moment, no one ever likes
1: that. Yeah, and there's... There's even two versions of this, right? Because there's one where a new singer comes in and just sings all the old songs, mm-hmm. or there's like the Van Halen or ACDC version of this, where a new lead singer, or lead, lead vocal, whatever, front comes, man, front man, there you go, comes in and creates his own songs alongside yeah, the like like old songs. it kind of changes
0: the whole direction of the band.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot to this question. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that's why you know I figured this would be a good pod discussion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think when I think when a band gets a new singer, but then tries to go to their old material, mm-hmm. that's pretty rough, man. Mm-hmm. That's it's different if it's like oh they had to get a new bass player because fucking the guy OD'd on heroin oh, yeah. and, and they had to <laughs> replace him. That's yep. that's completely different.
1: Yep. It's just an instrument at that point.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's, you can just learn the parts. And, you know, that's, that's different when it's the singer. That's the voice of the band. And mm-hmm. that's hard to do. And, you know, it's hard to get people that sound identical. Yeah. Um, speaking on Queen, that movie they did. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know the name of it, but whatever the fuck. I I saw I didn't watch it. I watched it. He um, he sounded I've seen some clips of it because I Mm -hmm. wanted to see like how it's how he sounds and I don't know how much editing or whatever went into this but yeah or or sound manipulation I should say. Sure. It sounded a lot like fucking Freddie Mercury. Yeah and I don't know
1: how they did that because the actor that plays him Rami Malek he's I'm I'm guessing when he sings, he doesn't sound like Freddie Mercury. So I don't know if they took original vocals or if they just modified his voice to sound like Freddie's. But um, I I do recall in the movie that it sounded like him. But I just yeah. don't. I would imagine that that wasn't Rami singing. But I could be wrong about that. Well, there's other now that we're onto the
0: um, onto the movie side of this. Mm-hmm. Um there was the Joaquin Phoenix Johnny Cash movie Walk the Line. Oh yeah. That was him singing. Was it? And he sounds a lot like Johnny Cash. Yeah. Like, that was a good movie. Pretty fucking good, man. Yep. Um and then the other one I wanna bring up is uh Jamie Foxx as Ray Charles. Oh yeah, I've never seen that one. And that oh, you haven't seen that? No. Dude, you should good, see that. Good it's movie. A pretty good fucking movie. Sweet. And Jamie Foxx can actually play the piano and can actually fucking sing mm-hmm. and can actually act like crazy fucking <laughs> drugged out Ray Charles. <laughs> That's cool. He's a talented man. Yeah. Very talented. And he sounded like fucking Ray Charles. Really? It was him singing. Wow. It was him playing the piano and a lot of that shit. I mean, he's fucking amazing. He's very talented. Um so it can be done, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, could yeah. they have put anyone in those spots? and No. Done probably not. It was, probably, you have it was to, probably really hard. It's almost like find the person first and be like, hey, you know who you kind of remind me of? Mm-hmm. You kind of remind me of Ray Charles a little bit. Yeah. Let's see if you could do something with that.
1: Yeah, there's a new movie coming out, um, and it's a story of Elvis. And they got this... Oh, yeah. Have you seen the trailers for that? I haven't seen the trailers, but
0: I saw I saw like a movie poster okay. or something about it.
1: So, I saw the trailer for it, and it actually looks really good. I don't know the name of the actor, but I know the director of the movie has done some movies that I really appreciate, and I can't think of his name off the mm-hmm. top of my head, but um, this movie looks pretty sweet, and I I like these old, like, lookbacks of, like, some of these artists from yesteryears, and yeah, it's kind of cool to see. It's cool, but they're
0: always looking back through rose-colored music. <laughs> exactly, so, I mean it's <laughs> yep. not reality. No, but it's yeah, not. it's still Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, have you ever had a band that you've enjoyed listening to that lost their lead singer and had to be replaced? Or oh. um, so I can think of one that I know of, but I was just curious if you've ever. Um, yeah, Nirvana. <laughs> 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 You hate Nirvana. I do fucking hate Nirvana.
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, I I feel like if, um, if what's his name for, Kurt. yeah, if Kurt Cobain didn't kill himself, I don't think kids would fucking listen to Nirvana today. Yeah. They would have just been forgotten about. Yeah. Which is where they belong. And a fucking dustbin of history. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that shit. God, fucking hate. fucking garbage music. hate Nirvana. fucking hate him. All right. All right. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) no, I can't think of one. What's the one you were thinking of?
1: Um, The one I was thinking of is Three Days Grace. Okay, I don't know if you know that band Mm -hmm. or not, but um, they had a bunch of really. They had an album that I really enjoyed around 2005, and I listened to that crap all the time. I had like the Sweet System in my car, and I just cranked that shit and um, listened to it. And then the dude had like mental health issues or, like, he didn't jive with the band because all these lead singers and um, vocalists are oftentimes divas, so he ended up leaving the band because of creative differences or whatever. And then they got this other guy, and they threw him in there, and he kind of had, like, a similar style singing voice, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely different. It was, like, 80% of the style of the, the last guy. And then the music was... The same as the old stuff, but it wasn't quite as good. Like, there was no catchy tunes that they created after that, uh, after Adam left. So, um, that that's the only one I can think of offhand. And afterwards, I was like, well, I guess I don't like Three Days Grace anymore because it's not the same band and it doesn't sound the same when he sings. And it's just kind of all out the window at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean,. I like I like Van Halen. Not a big fan of Sammy Hagar. Sure. Um, you know, I guess some of the some of the more famous bands and I mean ACDC. I still like. Yeah. That's not ACDC doesn't really count because I still like the stuff they came out with after Bon Scott left. Yeah. So I mean that's kind of a counterexample. Did he die? I'm not sure. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about their history. Yeah. I know they're Australian, right? Yep. Yeah. That's about yeah. all I know. Yeah, I. I'm it's not Angus th- and Malcolm Young are brothers. Yeah, as I think one of them's f- dead now, right?
1: I don't even know that much. I, I don't know either. I have like a certain sweet spot for. Um, ACDC in general. I don't love ACDC, but I've listened to them a lot and enjoyed a lot of their music. Agreed. But I I think they were kind of like a half a generation before I really got into music. Um, Or maybe half a generation after. (laughs) Hard to say. But, um, yeah, I just don't follow them closely enough to even know a lot of their history. But they definitely have good music before and after they've swapped um, lead singers. Yeah. It's a cool topic though (laughs) yeah there's there's, there's a lot of different tendrils there that you can kind of like go off on like there's people changing you know what one thing I do actually enjoy and I kind of want to give a shit out to YouTube not a shout out but a shit out Mm -hmm. because one thing I used to love doing on YouTube was I would find covers of songs I liked on YouTube and it would be like all these different random artists like these nobodies but they would always put their own little different twist on songs that i liked and you used to be able to go on youtube and just find these by the boatload yeah and i'd be like oh this is cool this is like a 15 year old girl doing a cover of a song that has a lead singer who's a male in his 40s and she kind of changed up like the composition of the song mm-hmm. and she sings it a little bit differently and it's the song that i love but it's one i've heard a thousand times so i love hearing it with a different take but now you go on youtube youtube and you start looking for stuff like that and they're just like we're all fucking corporate now check out the cnn article about the war in ukraine yeah, and i'm like fuck off dudes yeah no kidding yeah so yeah times have changed shit out to YouTube yeah fuck you YouTube <laughs> yeah we're gonna put our fucking podcast yeah. on you <laughs> did you YouTube... put the last
0: one up on YouTube
1: no but I will yeah you should probably do that yeah I'll put some big middle finger next to a big YouTube sticker yeah they, that's a <laughs> <very, laughs> that, great that, idea that'll be our uh, image that'll play in the background during our YouTube uploaded podcast
0: <laughs> I'd like to apologize to our listeners I feel like last the remote recording yeah. podcast. I actually went back and listened to it, and it was Mars was good. I was terrible. Uh, I mean, it's not that I was terrible. It's I was I was upstairs in my house, and I was just trying to be quiet. Okay, because I did have you know my kids were asleep, and I was uh, just trying to be quiet. So I think that. Although I was enthusiastic about doing the podcast, I don't think that enthusiasm translated (laughs) through my hushed tones and and all that. So I think if we do another remote podcast, which I'm sure we will eventually, I think I'm just going to move all my shit downstairs (laughs) so I can... Feel a mo- little more free to uh, be myself.
1: Do some like calcitics beforehand or something. <laughs> just get all amped up. Some- well, you
0: know what? I tried some sleepy chicken. Um, <laughs> know, my wrong... friend Bill came over for a drink. <laughs> Told me a few jokes. He had some pudding pops. You know, I had a drink. And, man, I just felt fucking sleepy afterwards. You
1: went full npr
0: on it You're like, i did i sounded like i should have been on npr man i did too to a certain degree so don't a little bit but not as bad as me <laughs> so anyway sorry about that folks uh won't happen again nah we'll we'll definitely make sure that shit doesn't happen <laughs> again
1: yeah that's why i love these uh, in-person podcasts because yeah there's people. more
0: energy yep i feel like the conversation has flowed a lot better oh yeah yeah
1: all right you got anything else for the show that's it man sweet should we wrap her up let's wrap her up and stick it under the tree <laughs> um just a reminder follow us on youtube subscribe to our channel if you want to get all the updates i promise i'll upload all our stuff on there otherwise just subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen to our show we appreciate it and also if you have any emails or suggestions or anything you want to send us it's uh from dc 2 mars at gmail.com and also we have a patreon we're raking in some big bucks on there, so if you want to join in on the fun, just go to patreon.com slash DC 2 mars and we'll be glad to add you into our pot. Wink wink. There's and, like no money in there. <laughs> 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 but
0: yeah, that's all the plugs I got. So, Alright, cool. And uh, I will be out of town next next podcast. Trucker Larry's filling in. Really hope you guys tune in for it. I'm I'm sure I'm fucking missing out. I actually wish I <laughs> yeah. could be here for it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure it's gonna be a wild show and yeah, I guess I'm gonna to have to listen to it like everyone else. So
1: afterwards, yeah. yeah. That's cool.
0: Alright. Well thanks for uh thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. See ya,
1: see ya.
2: This was from DC to Mars, the podcast.